dun 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 this is Boof Radio Boof Radio Fantasy Sports Fantasy Sports Episodes Episode, Episode two. 2 Episode 2 Yeah We uh we had a conversation about Malta Goya before yeah. we started the the intro song. Yeah, yeah it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bufus is scared to drink from my from my glass. Yeah, the Delta variant. <laughs> I'm literally I'm like a foot away from you. You know, he's just spitting in my mic. And Sam, before we start episode two, yes. uh, let's talk about your theory on Malta Goya. Oh, I think personally, if you weren't raised drinking it, you won't like it at all. Yeah. Everybody I've met who drinks it later in life thinks it's disgusting. And uh, for yeah, me, I, I, like to me, it's delicious. I've I can't get enough. Yeah, Sam drinks a lot of Malta Goya, and I think it's absolutely disgusting. I don't drink that much, but <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the times you come into my car, you're drinking uh, Malta Whoa, Goya. What are you talking? All right, if I go into your car ten times, I'm drinking a Malta Goya. Maybe point two out of those ten times. Not even a full point. <laughs> but every time I see it, I'm like, yo, that drink sucks. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's so impactful. Yeah. You just think. Like... It, it causes trauma. Right, okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll accept that. <laughs> so if you hear some gross sipping sounds, like. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm going to pull back. I'm going right, to pull back. Right, that's, he's, that's not gonna, he's not going to drink it yeah, during th- the this show. This isn't some ASMR <laughs> shit. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So, all right, let's get back into Gulp. <laughs> get back into what we were gonna talk about, which is Boof Radio Fantasy Sports, sports news, and injuries, and all that shit. Yes, first thing first, news, news around the league, news around the league. This is the most recent news coming out of the NFL camps. What's first, Boofus? All right, let's talk about um, my old quarterback, Sam Darnold. Sammy Darnold. Sammy Darnold, who never got a chance in hell with the New York Jets. <laughs> Sam, I picked the worst week ever to wear uh, to get mic'd up Darnold. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm seeing ghosts. Yeah, I'm seeing ghosts, dude. <laughs> I'm seeing ghosts. Like, I feel so, because, like, all he meant was, like, you know, he just, he's, yeah, he was he's out Darnold, of it. you know? He, he was out of it. And day. everybody makes fun of, like, he's fucking seeing Casper the Ghost out there. <laughs> I'm he seeing ghosts. <laughs> he's drawn, like, it was like, come on, man. L- leave know. him alone. Uh, leave the guy alone. He never got a proper shot oh man he was there was no there was nothing flashy he had I me mean, he did have some flashy moments but just the jets ran him to the ground but the, the funniest part was is that like zach wilson they're like every throw he made in um his pro day that's not like the when he uh the rollout and uh when he did the like off the back foot yep and he launched it yep sam donald does that yeah yeah. And it's, a, it's like, okay, I mean, Sam Darnold, just, he's just not, like, I guess the sexiest quarterback. Yeah, the Jets wanted something, a new shiny new toy. Yeah, but he's he's good. I, he just, you know, I, I yeah, say what you want. I, I think Sam Darnold uh, hasn't, hasn't been uh, given a fair share. Yeah. So the news about Sam Darnold uh, goes along with the tight end Dan Arnold, formerly of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, apparently him and... Dan Arnold are having a really good connection in training camp. Um, the coach allegedly kept screaming, Darnold to Arnold. Woo! Darnold? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. Breaking news. Darnold to Arnold. Woo. Yeah. I mean, you know, Dan Arnold wasn't a tight end I was really focusing on in drafts. And when, when Sam Darnold gets a Hall of Fame induction. Yeah. yeah. Darnold to Arnold. Darnold woo. to Arnold. Woo. 
And uh, so that's something to look at. Sam Arnold. Sam Arnold. There you go. Now I'm fucking up. <laughs> Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold, the tight end. Maybe we should be looking at uh, coming this drafts. It's kind of, I honestly, the whole rhyming thing. It's kind of annoying me. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm sure the connection is just because their their names rhyme. But <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, nah, apparently he's been. He threw a couple touchdowns to him in training camp practices, scrimmages, and uh, he. That's the target that D- Sam Arnold looks for. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Dan Arnold. That's it. I was and like, that was like um Jordan Cameron, Cameron Jordan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 names. I don't know if there's a connection with the connection of uh, football play with that, but that's the little news I'm giving you about Sam Darnold and Dan Arnold heating up in practice. All right. Uh, next news here is a big one: the NFL vaccination mandate so what what is that so allegedly the nfl needs every player and all staff to be vaccinated to be able to play in the season but some players and coaches either opted out of that or is keeping their vaccination status quiet what do you think about that um i mean vaccinations for some reason it's a tricky subject I mean, the science is there. I'm not going to get into that. I, I'm really not going to get into that. But, I mean, the NFL is the right to do whatever they want to do. Any business does. I mean, it's it's like, you know, you, you want to preach all you want, but uh, they honestly do have the right to make their players do whatever they want. If the players don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. But yeah. but if they want to play, you got to you – know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to – I don't want to – because I don't know what certain people's, per, like, precautions are. For certain reasons, like certain people have certain conditions, they don't want to do it. But um, you know, NFL is the right to do whatever they want to do. Sometimes they have too much power, but I don't, in this in this instance, I think they're just trying to keep everybody safe, and I'm all for that. You know, you don't know who's who's got family with what. You know, yeah. you had the, some certain players who opted out because like their his uh, their kids had a heart issue. You know, you don't know, so I don't know. I'm all for it. I'm all for it to be honest. Yeah, and uh, if you want a smooth season to go, uh, especially with an extra game this year, if you want a smooth NFL season, you want everybody to be healthy. Not only physical injuries, but COVID-related injuries. We saw what happened last year. Uh, for example, like the Denver Broncos having the entire quarterback yeah, room Cam, out. Cam Newton, who who was never the same. After after he came back from COVID, yeah, and honestly, the COVID quarantine is so long, especially if you're like thinking like just fantasy wise, like who wants their quarterback to be out for ten days? Yeah, if you have a quarterback, because I know, uh, uh, I think Kirk Cousins is one of the players that are like, mm, I'm gonna keep that secret. I mean, if the NFL is letting you keep it to yourself, like on you, I mean, I guess that's fair in a way, but. Just because they're not, like, forcing you, forcing you. Because they could do that. Because, like, CNN did that. CNN fired a lot of people for not getting vaccinated. And, you know, that's a whole other discussion. But, I mean, I guess the NFL, I guess they're trying. But, I mean, there is is a major catch to all this, though. What is it? No, you you, you tell me. (laughs) They're going to tell me something else. I'm waiting on you. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh... Allegedly, the NFL Network put out a little breaking news here that anybody, any team that has an outbreak from unvaccinated players 
could lead to forfeited games if their game that was uh, uh, canceled due to COVID cannot be rescheduled on the 18th week. So there's a possibility we might have a forfeited game. Yeah, that is that is that is poopy. That is not fun. Yeah, we don't want that, especially for fantasy and betting. And uh, no, yeah, no one wants no one wants a good game to bet on, and then the game is ruined because the quarterback room got infected, and that's it. They had the forfeit. My thing is, last year we got through every game, so that was I was really impressed, honestly, with how the NFL handled COVID. I thought for some reason, just because it's the NFL, they were going to fuck it up. But um, they actually did a pretty good job. Even the super, like the Super Bowl, which had like, you know, and this was like prime COVID time. Yeah. And uh, had like 25,000 people. Like, it was impressive the way they had, did everything. Yeah, like we had a couple of wacky days, like a Tuesday had a game. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah. yeah, but, you know, things got done. Yeah, as long as the games were played, that's all we care about. Yeah, honestly. I'd, ra- I'd rather bad football than no football. All right, moving on to uh, Deshaun Watson with his off-season uh, dilemmas. Issues, yes. Issues, dilemmas. Uh, he has not been seen at practice. But, okay, but isn't he also holding out? It's part of that. Because because I know he's the whole, he's demanding a trade on top of his issues. Demanding a trade and... By the way, hopefully justice is served no matter which side of the coin that falls. Oh, yeah, of course. We don't know what the outcome is. Yeah, but... As of now, he's still on a roster. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, so I thought it was... I thought it was trade-related. Uh, the articles that I've read, he... Uh, they, they... Allegedly, beat writers have no idea why he's out of practice. Oh, wow, okay. But, uh, I think the Panthers are the ones who are still interested in him. The Panthers, but I've been seeing a lot of Eagle talk. And what does that do to Jalen Hurts? Is that even fair? You know, Dude, I honestly feel like Jalen Hurts is going to be like a surprise. Like I, he's um he's a high odds favorite for uh, MVP. Like hey. like uh, like a like a tro- not Trojan horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. Yeah. A Trojan horse. <laughs> yeah, not a Trojan horse. <laughs> so he ruins everything from the yeah. inside. <laughs> he, he looks promising. He just <laughs> destroys the season. And you said he's a he's a big leader sleeper, in the locker room. Sleeper, yeah, and he's yeah. a big leader in the locker room. Yeah, I heard him talk on uh, NFL radio on SiriusXM, and uh, the way he was talking, I, I could see him leading a. Yeah, I could see him becoming like a Dak Prescott, like a later round guy who comes out and kind of just balls. Yeah, and uh, that's why I, I I don't want Deshaun Watson to go to the Eagles. I, I like Jalen Hurts. I I think. I want to see more Jalen Hurst. We we didn't get enough last year. Yeah, and honestly, you hear all the stuff about him off the field, and you can't like not root for the guy. Yeah, I know he does yeah. a lot of charity, like personal charity work, signs jerseys, and like it, he does a lot. Yeah, the NFL is a business. At the end of the day, <laughs> it is. Yeah, and you don't know what moves can be made. So, uh, and honestly, the way teams are run now, it's such a win win now league. Like everything is just. It's kind of like the it's becoming like the NBA almost, where it's like why try to build a team and try to go for a championship in four years when we can go for one in like a year. Yeah, a lot of teams have been adding players for the now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like look at the look at the Bucks. They weren't that great two years ago. Yeah. They they were like promising with Jameis's last year, and then last year they had, you know they won the Super Bowl, but yeah. they weren't that good. 
Yeah, they added a the greatest quarterback of all time. I say, yeah. I know Sam has some doubts on that. I mean, I don't. Okay, I don't have doubts. You can't. You can't not say he's the goat. You know, whatever. Because like he's the greatest winner ever. That yeah, that's his. That's but his like, argument. The but, greatest winner. But like my whole thing is just. He like like as like just skill that that that's my only thing just overall skill like Brady is just not the he's just not doesn't have the best arm or he's just not the fastest he's like he's like Jerry Rice to me how like Jerry Rice didn't have like a defining trait besides like almost like work ethic where it's like he wasn't the fastest he wasn't the strongest but he just outworked you yeah and Brady on the field it just Brady's a surgeon Brady that's what a, it is yeah but um yeah that that's my only thing you know. Like I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to come off like a Brady basher. We understand. <laughs> well, thanks, man. <laughs> and I'm a Jet fan with a lot of Brady toys. Oh my God. Brady a of, toys. A lot of Brady uh, McFarlane figures that are littered on our set. Littered here on Booth Radio Fantasy Sports. I'm stepping on them. Stepping on them. Just Brady toys everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last bit of news here. Um, this impacts fantasy. And uh, Jonathan Taylor on the Colts specifically. Nothing wrong with him. But the O-line for the Indianapolis Colts, which are a very highly favored O-line. Top five in the league. I have to check my rankings. But uh, their left tackle is on the pup list. That's not good. And uh, that's Eric Fisher, by the way. And Kelly, the center, is out a few weeks. And that's on top of uh, Quentin Nelson being out. Yeah, this... He's got the same injury as uh, Wentz, too. Yeah, I saw that. They gave him the 5-12 to 12 week ta- It's uh, the same timetable? Time yeah. The same ridiculous timetable? Same timetable. Oh, my God. Yeah, that timetable is so funny. Yeah, and now that... Not saying Wentz was going to be the GOAT on that team, but Wentz has the talent, but now they're going to have to go to backup quarterback and a banged-up O-line. That impacts Jonathan Taylor the most. Don't... I wouldn't be shocked if... Um, if Nick Foles somehow came into play here. Oh. But okay, but with Frank Reich, Nick Foles, he was he was a uh, big dick Nick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when That's when he that's when he got it done. That's when that nickname came out. Yeah, so honestly, <laughs> why can't he prosper again? He'll know the system already. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I know, I it, it, it's not it's not ideal, but um, I heard uh, Callan Coward say this, and I completely agree. They have a Super Bowl roster right now. They why, they have a great team. Why not try to make like a better circumstance? Because also, if if you bring in Nick Foles, which you're probably not gonna, I don't is he is he available? I don't even know what he's doing. Uh, don't have too much news on him yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, whatever, whatever the case, you're not gonna whether he's on a team or he's a free agent. Yeah. You're not giving up a lot. No. Or you're not signing him for a lot, so why not? Yeah. He'll know the system. And even if it wasn't Nick Foles, Jacoby Brissett, with the combination of the defense and the run game, there, they do have a win. They have a winning. They won games. They won a bunch yeah. of games. Yeah, it's just it's just Jacoby Brissett. He's just um, I don't. I feel like he doesn't pull the trigger enough. He's got a big arm though. Yeah, he. But he's not. He's not going to lead you to a Super Bowl. No, he. But I'll, he's a great backup to have. He is, he is. and uh, But, yes, with the quarterback woes and the offensive line, and, I mean, Jonathan Taylor is still a top top running back to pick. Yeah, he's going to be, be exciting this year. 
He's a grinder, and yes, Marlon Mack is back, but he kind of took the backseat to Jonathan Taylor after last year's performance. He also gets hurt constantly. Yeah, and I think I was reading something while looking at the Colts uh, news that he was injured. He, he, he. Mar- oh, no, 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 no. Marlon no. Mack? No, no, I'm sorry. It was, I think he ran into someone and injured that person. <laughs> Marlon Mack did that? Marlon Mack did that, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so I would have to look at that. But all right, that's the news. And uh, wait, wait, what about um, uh, Dak? Oh, Dak. Yes, Dak is. Uh, he had a shoulder sprain on July twenty eighth, and he's back to light throwing in practice. Isn't isn't that the most obnoxious thing? When like it's like, oh man, Dak, he had that major ankle injury. Oh, he also hurt his shoulder. When did he hurt his shoulder? I know. Uh, apparently July twenty eighth at practice. <laughs> yeah, oh man. But but he's throwing, which is a good sign, and he should be good week one. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. Oh, he should be good week one. Yeah, yeah. He'll be. I think he'll, he should be good. He. They're, they're just not gonna risk him in preseason. I think he's gonna be good this year. It just I don't know what their defense is gonna do. Yeah, I saw there was uh, clips of him running uh, alongside uh, C D Lamb. Okay. Yeah, All he's right. he's running on that ankle. So. All right, that's good. Good for Duck. All right, everyone. Here we go. We're going to talk about AFC East and players, uh, fantasy players that you should pick or you should not pick, or who's going to help you win. So, All right, let's do it. So, Sam, what team do you want to start with first? Let's start, 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 start. Um, let's go. Let's get the most, honestly, to me, the most boring team out of the way. Let's get the Patriots. Let's start with the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots, they I mean, they go from can't stop winning to I don't want to talk about them. Oh, you did, did you really want to talk about them anyway? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. But but like okay, even when Brady was there, like even when they were going to Super Bowls, like fantasy-wise, they are not attractive. No, it, it was just oh, hey, woo, yeah. Patriots are back. <laughs> oh, this guy caught a ball, <laughs> but uh, whatever. All right. Fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll start with the running backs because we we we'll get the Cam Newton and all that at the end because okay. we don't know who's going to be playing. Okay. All right, so Damian Harris is going to be the number one. He's he's got some uh, he's he's got some moxie. Yeah, he's uh, he's projected a second round in fantasy draft uh, running back. It's just the the monster of Belichick and trying to plug in skill players in your fantasy lineup. Yeah, it's you don't know who's going to do what what week or how much they're just going to be used. You you don't know. You, one week it's Damian Harris 30 touches a game and then next Especially week, now with like a loaded the loaded tight end cuz yeah. that's what they like to do. They yep. like they like to feed the tight end and that's exactly what they did in free agency. And yeah, they got Austin Hooper. I mean, I'm just keep saying Austin Hooper. It's Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. <laughs> Hunter Henry. I mean, and I pray, I hope that they don't let that talent go to waste. No, I don't. I don't think they will. But uh, it honestly all matters who's going to be quarterback. You think it, it's supposed to be Cam? It's going to be Cam, but they might pull a Tyrod Taylor, Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're uh, you're done. Hey, no, no, I'm good, coach. I'm no. good. No, 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 no. Herbert's no. coming in, all right? <laughs> no, we stabbed your. They punctured his lung. Punched, they punctured his lung. No. Accidentally. <laughs> That's why he got injured. Yeah, okay. You know, Tyrod Taylor has the worst luck of yeah. any NFL quarterback. It sucks, but... I like Tyrod Taylor. He's, yeah, he's all right. He's pretty good. 
But oh. yeah, but yeah, I I don't know if Mac Jones is going to Justin Herbert, Cam Newton throughout the season. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But there, I mean, there's yeah. nothing really more about that. But the success of everybody on fantasy is going to rely on the balance. I mean, who who's after Damian Harris? Damian Harris. Oh, we still got Sony Michelle and Sony Michelle's. Yeah, uh, at this point, you might as well call him washed. Yeah, up. The, and and he's not getting a lot of buzz. It, uh, you know, Damian Harris. For a for a Patriot running back, Damian Harris is really getting a lot of buzz, and you don't hear a lot about a Patriot running backs getting buzz like that. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, because the the way uh, Belichick treats players, you would think Michelle wouldn't even be there by now. Yeah, He's I know. Us- he usually gets rid of you before you have lost your value. Yeah, and what uh, what it looks like is Damian Harris is going to be the primary back. I know it's a little bit of a committee in in uh, New England, but Damian Harris is going to be the guy, um, but we also have he's not going to be impacting the run game. But James White is also the satellite back. He's always been, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's and, a, yeah, he's he's just the the go to guy, just a crutch to throw to. Yeah, and but yeah, so. But who? Okay, if you had to, so you would go Damian Harris before James White. Oh yeah, D- Damian Harris is going to be the number one guy. He's going to be the number he's, one. They're gonna they're gonna run the ball this year. I know Belichick is. You don't know what's going to happen each week. Um, there's not like, all right, oh, look, Damian Harris is pounding the rock. Let's just give it to him again next week. I've been shafted by Billichek's antics plenty of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, shafted. Like, you don't know. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Hoodwinked. Oh, my God. What the? <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on. But you lose, sir. You lose. But please, I wanted to put him in my my, my flex spot. <laughs> but yeah, Damon Harris, uh, he's a player to look at. And in the AFC East, when you got to play two teams, I mean, except for the Bills this year, you know, it's like negative bizarro world. Yeah, you know, like the Bills are the top dogs now. Yeah, I know it's weird. And then and then it's like, oh, you know who else is good in that division? The Dolphins. Yeah, the dolphins are sexy. Yeah, but you know what's not um, upside down, frowny town? The no. Jets are bad. <laughs> <laughs> our friend, our friend Kevin Alonzo was actually <clears throat> at the uh, Jets practice. Uh, oh yeah, I saw I saw that on yeah. the uh, on the old gram, and he sent me one text saying the ca- the receivers can't catch shit. Oh my God. <laughs> so I don't know. I didn't watch the Jets practice. Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, but he was there live, so I gotta take his word a little bit for it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, hopefully he just saw like the second string or something. Uh, I know. I I don't. I don't know how much Corey Davis played there. Or, he, he's just know, watching. James like, like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I got out of just practice. But back to the Patriots. Okay. Um. So yeah, Damon Harris is going to be the guy. I think this is going to be, uh, in a long time, a finally a number one running back. On the Patriots' offense, I, he's going to get a workload that we haven't seen in a while. Okay, do you think? I mean, that'd be cool if they got like almost like a Corey Dillon situation again. Yeah, yeah, like a, like an actual like like really good running back. Yeah, no, nah, Damian Harris is going to be the guy there. That, he he's definitely worth a second round, third round uh, pick. Um, he's been falling to me around end of the second, beginning of the third in fantasy drafts on mock drafts that I've been doing. But yeah, so uh, let's move on to. What, the... Would you potentially reach for him late number one? Late number one? No, no shot. Okay, no. I still have to see it to believe it. Okay, he has the talent. He he he's a hard runner, but I have to see it 
on a week to week basis right. to believe it. Right, right. So, uh, all right, right, let's get to these receivers. Oh, man. So, these receivers I also graded. All right. So, we'll go to the top three here. List them. List them. (laughs) (laughs) So, we got who was pretty much, quote, unquote, the guy last year, Jacoby Myers. Gave him a B. A B? He's going to be the tunnel, uh, I mean, the, the target tunnel. Funnel. Yeah, but but like a B, that seems high. It's high, it is. But somebody's got to catch the ball there. I know, but that doesn't make him a B. He could still be a yeah. C on a with like I don't know <laughs> A importance. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I, I gave him a B preliminary uh, rankings from what I've seen last year. The next receiver was Nelson Aguilar. He's a Patriot. Okay, let's see if he can catch the football. Yeah, I gave him a C. Okay, okay, that to me is fair. Yeah. And then uh your boy, he, uh he left the Niners and now he's a Patriot. Who? Kendrick Bourne. Oh my god, that's right. I was so upset. Yeah. I liked Kendrick Bourne. Me too. I liked him too. I liked him on the on the Niners. He, he was, was uh he was a uh, you, you didn't he was so like under the radar. Yeah, he he did good for me. Yeah, I liked man, I was upset. I forgot he left. Yeah, he's on the uh Patriots and gave him a C. Yeah, no, C's fine. He's a C. He's a solid C. It, but like you said, it also depends who's throwing the ball. Cause I mean, watching Cam Newton last year was like watching throwing the ball wise. Oh my god, it was bad, man. Wow, I couldn't believe that guy was a starting quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, okay, so everybody compare because they're just tall. White guys, they everyone compares Mac Jones to Tom Brady, but the only <laughs> the only thing that is true is that um, Mac Jones ran a very similar offense in Alabama, this like surgical kind of like West Coast thing, and that's what they do in New England. So if Belichick wants to go back to that, he could. I don't know if Mac Jones can handle it, but. I don't know. It's up in the air. I don't know. I don't even know if that's what Belichick wants. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the hell that guy. Because, that, because apparently, um, yeah, apparently, Cameron's liked in the locker room, and so yeah, I, he, he's a very personable guy. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't know what. The, I don't know what they're going. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do up in Beantown. Fo- the, Foxy Borough. Foxy Borough. But yeah, the sixth borough, Foxy borough. <laughs> yeah, Foxy, <laughs> Foxy. <laughs> the uh, but grading the Patriots receivers, they're definitely they are definitely. I say, I mean, even next to the Jets, they're probably the lowest of the receivers in the AFC East. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, a combination of quarterback and just you don't know what's gonna happen every week. Yeah, looking at it, I mean. Cam Newton's been off his throw game for a while. Yeah, this isn't like a new thing. Yeah. But the thing was, like, he was looking like flashes of his old self before COVID. Yeah, but I, you know, like that. Doing two the last two years, the hidden injuries on his shoulder. You don't know. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I can do it. Yeah, and the yeah, coach's yeah. line for him, and it was just. I can't, you know, unless Mac Jones come out of nowhere. But even when Mac, if Mac Jones comes in in the middle of the season, we still don't know who his target is. Yeah, yeah, you don't know who he's, who he feels comfortable with. Personally, 
the uh, Patriots receivers are either last two rounds or undraftable at this point. That's what I would do. I would. I honestly, I'm scared to touch a Patriots receiver. Yeah. After the last two years, I'm. I wouldn't want to mess with one. I. That's the thing. It's. Per, if you're gonna draft, if you're gonna see Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar on your draft boards. He's he's probably going to be a free agent in your dra- in your draft leagues. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, for, I mean, I could see a Niner fan taking Kendrick Bourne because I would. <laughs> oh, like like our friend TJ. Yeah, <laughs> love you, brother. <laughs> who, 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 who's like, yo, man? I drafted all Jet players, yeah. and yeah, that, that's a reason you did not win your fantasy league. That was like twenty. 12 or something like yeah, that, but, right? Like, somehow, he always fit, finishes middle of the pack, though. I'll give him credit. So annoying. I'll give him credit. I'm here doing all this research. This guy's fucking... <laughs> drafting, drafting, drafting Quincy Anunwal. Quincy Anunwal, Chris Ivory, yeah. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and he's winning. And he's winning leagues. Hey, man. <laughs> Shout out to TJ. Love you, man. Love you, love you TJ. Um, all right. Patriots tight ends. Now, they got some nice tight ends. Yeah. Um, it's they got some J- nice tight ends. John o. Smith? John o. Smith and Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry is very good. Yeah, and they and, and John o. Smith, uh, he's got a high ceiling, I think. And they also have Asiasi, but you know, we got John o. Smith. And Watch Asiasi become the guy. That well, with New England, just how they are. Like you said, when we're when the Patriots are going to be going to going up against the worst tight end uh, defense in the league. We're gonna put a prop bet on of Hunter Henry and John o. Smith scoring a touchdown, but it's gonna be fucking Asiasi. Yeah, it's gonna be Asiasi. But the Patriots definitely upgraded in the blocking and passing tight end. John o. Smith was very proficient with the the uh, Tennessee Titans and Hunter Henry. We already know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I, the Patriots have upgraded at the tight end, and and with a combination of Damon Harris, I think the team will be a little better than last year. Yeah, I think they'll be better. I, I mean, they, you know, they spent all this money in free agency. I think they'll be better. So, quarterback, Cam Newton, Mac Jones. We don't know too much. It's, it's. I feel like Mac Jones is definitely going to play this year. I yeah. I think I for sure he's going to play. It's going to happen. Yeah, it, whether whether Cam gets hurt just because he runs, it's part of his game. You take a beating. Yeah, and you know he's he's been in the league a while. He yeah, yeah. Man, Cam's got to be like what thirty two at this point. Yeah, thirty one, thirty two, and. I mean, last year it was just Cam Newton over the top. Yeah, <laughs> the line every single time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I don't. Know. Would you? Would you draft one of them? I won't. I'm sorry. I, 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 uh, I can't let. I can't draft skill players and wait that long where someone like Cam Newton is left on the board for me. Like, oh, that's got to be my quarterback now. I can't do it. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, when you say it like that, it's kind of unjustifiable. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, actually, yeah. I don't even so, know why I asked that question. So honestly, the only <laughs> people worth drafting from the Patriots are Hunter Henry and Damian Harris. John Smith, I would take, but it's just you don't know what it's going to be like in the offense. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, I would rank. I, I would say Hunter Henry is above John Smith. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Hunter Henry. I would go Damian Harris, Hunter Henry, John Smith as the three players you should draft. On your, uh, if you're going to draft any Patriots, and that will be the rankings: Damon Harris, running back, and then the two tight ends, Hunter Henry and John Smith. Tight ends have always been a very uh, 
slim position in yeah, fantasy. Especially in recent years. Oh, very bad. It uh, feels like it's Kittle, Kelsey. Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Um, Darren Waller, and kind of that's it. That, oh, did I say Aguilar? Yeah. Oh, I meant Waller. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then, But those guys are the most consistent. Yeah. But you can't... Even if Cam's throwing and he has to throw short or throw, you know, underneath, it's got it's going to be Hunter Henry, John U. Smith all, all the way. Yeah, and, just because that's what Cam does and that's how, like, that's the offense they run. Yeah, and we know, we already know what we're getting with them. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I think it's just going to be, like, a better version of them last year. But, like, it's like, gonna slightly, be better. like a slightly better version. Yeah, and. I think they're going to have a winning record. I don't. You don't think the eight and nine can show up? <laughs> no, I think I think I think Belichick's gonna Belichick himself out of this, <laughs> and I think I think they win at least I'd say nine games. Well, you know we have to uh, win uh, yeah. on Cincinnati. <laughs> on the Cincinnati. On Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Dude, no, wait, what was the, no, no, what was the Belichick quote he just said the other day? It was like, if it rains, it rains. <laughs> okay, coach. <laughs> if it rains, it rains. If it dies, it dies. I feel like he, he hasn't aged from like maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah, he peaked and now he's just, that, that's what he's going to look like for the rest of his Cause life. Because he sold his soul. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowls. yeah, 100%. Six of them. So did Brady. That's why Brady <laughs> looks better now. <laughs> You see, Br- like, dude, he's forty four, and he, dude, that's he's cool. a stud. Man. I know that's crazy. That guy is a stud. Forty four, Jesus. All right, uh, times a crunching here, and he's just involved in every athletic thing, like everything, like uh, everything, like sports that are posted. Like, oh man, Tom Brady FaceTime Draymond Green. Like, okay, dude. <laughs> I know you're the oh, goat. Man, the goat, man. The goat. Oh, the goat FaceTime Draymond yeah. Green. And that's exactly what Draymond Green says. He's like, yo, man, when uh, when uh, when Brady when Brady FaceTimes, you got to pick up. You got to pick up. You got to pick up. It's like, oh, it's three in the morning, man. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's get to the next thing. What do you want? Jets, Dolphins. I'm going to say we'll leave the best for last, Bills. Oh, I thought you meant the Jets. <laughs> okay. The... Uh, all right, let's talk about the Jets. Fuck it. No, let's talk about the Jets. Let's talk about my team, the Jets. All right. All right. Uh, since I'm already on the our tight end bracket here, we'll start with the tight end. So, Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback, obvious starter, signed a contract. We got Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin. Who Ryan Griffin showed some. Uh, Chris, some Her- Chris promise. Herndon and I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't shy away from either. No, I wouldn't. Especially with a new uh, new quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't shy away from him. Yeah, Chris Herndon. Uh, he's a stud. Robert Sala, that's my guy, man. Oh baby, I love. Yeah. Finally excited for a coach since Rex Ryan. Yeah, no, I mean, I <laughs> l- let's see, let's see if it was all Shanahan or Sala really is you know that good of a coordinator. I think, I mean, looking at Sala compared to Adam Gase, Adam Gase was just just a, a mannequin. With no soul. The, the head coach from Varsity Blues is better than Adam yeah. Gaze. Yeah, Blue, Blue Ball State, wherever the fuck that show is called. I'll no, not him. Blue Mountain State. Fucking Blue, Blue Ball State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, var- you get no chicks in this one. No, man, Varsity Blues, James Vanderbeek, bro. No, I know. I, know. I don't want your laugh. <laughs> but fucking Adam Gaze was just a soulless mannequin who... Yeah, dude. Didn't deserve any NFL job at all. And he kind of looked like he always 
caught you eating his food. Like, what are you doing? Like, like <laughs> that's my sandwich. That's my sandwich. Oh, damn, coach, I'm my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's my sandwich. But Chris Herndon rook- with a rookie quarterback, that is a tight end I'm looking at. I honestly think with the Jets, and this sounds mean, I think it's easier to say who... Just just say who you would take from the Jets instead of even going through a rundown. You're right. I mean, like, because like, the receiving core is bad. I can't even think of a Jets running back. Is Frank, is Frank Gore there? Well, no, no, no. Frank Gore's not there. So, but let's... All right, let me go through the, the three tight ends. Okay. Three top tight ends. Chris Herndon, Ryan Griffin, and they actually have Tyler, Tyler Croft. Okay. I'm only picking Chris Herndon. Okay. Do you agree? Yes, I do. All right. Chris Herndon. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't like too many uh jet skill players here. Something personal. <clears throat> Nothing personal. I mean it is, it's my team. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal, that's all it is. Alright, let's go to the Jets running backs. Alright. The buzz with the Jets running backs. First, first of all, they have Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. The Jets have Tevin Coleman, and when he's not hurt, he's he's good. He's okay, but he's been given the chance before. He has. And he, he hasn't. He, he had the chance in San Fran. He did, and he got hurt. And he got hurt. But by next guy that I'm liking, that's been getting a lot of buzz at a training camp is Michael Carter. He's a rookie. Yeah. Okay. Rookie. What? Uh, do you know what college? I don't. I okay. didn't write it down. Nah. But I, I, Michael Carter, I, I, I would pick him in uh, my fantasy draft, late round flyer. Um, I think he's going to be the guy who's going to take over the lead role. That is possible. I mean, especially because like you, I feel like it's going to be Tevin's job in the uh, in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he'll just you know slowly get like phased out. Yeah, you're gonna give Tevin Coleman the looks at first. He is he is Devin Coleman. He is he's been given the opportunity multiple times. Right. And there's a reason for that. Right. He right. has talent. But Michael Carter, that's someone to look at. We'll get into more detail with him uh when we do full running back rankings. Um let's go to the receivers here. All right. The receiving core is not that bad. I don't mind it. You don't mind it because honestly, to me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk shit about a receiving core I can't name, <laughs> but um, but it just like just thinking about them, it just sounds like oh bad. Just in my head, it's just automatically bad. Who's who's there? Cor- Ch- change Corey. change my mind. All right, Corey Davis. Okay, Corey Davis, talented receiver, rookie last year from last year, Denzel Mims. Okay, Denzel Mims had had promise. You know, honestly, you're already proving me wrong. And Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder is still there. And he ate last year when he, he was, when he, he got did. the looks. Yeah, when he got the looks, he uh he was he was somebody to have on your team. Now, looking at them, I would draft I mean, we don't know the connection between Jamison Crowder and Zach Wilson. Yeah, but I would think if that's your I would say he's the best receiver they have, uh, you know, obviously. So you would think that's the number one. Yeah. You would think that's the guy he's trying to get a connection with. He's the shiftiest. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, the, if the guy is like a shifty go-to guy, 
and he's your best receiver, he's going to be your number one. Yeah. That's the guy you're trying to find a connection with. Big body, I want Corey Davis. Yeah. I like Corey Davis. He was yeah. good in Tennessee. I was surprised they let him go. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they didn't improve Tennessee, but still, you know, Corey Davis is good. Personally, uh, preliminary rankings, I would rank in draft order Davis, Crowder, Mims. Okay. Mims is a big dude. Still got to see what he has. Okay. See if he's injured last year. All right. And uh, quarterback, we got Zaggy Wilson. All right. And Zach Wilson, number two overall pick. A lot of buzz late with him that led him to that draft position. Yeah, a lot of late buzz, too. It was uh for the it as soon as the like season was over it was um it was Lawrence Fields for the for a while yeah yeah and then it was I don't then it was Zach Wilson and then he you know then his pro day and Zach Wilson Zach Wilson Zach Wilson and well, oh, he's he looks exciting yeah he I, does look exciting I I do want to watch him play it's a fresh face yeah it is a fresh face a very fresh yeah face. let's see what the fourteen year old can do for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move over to the Dolphins. Okay. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. So we're on the receiving core again, and we have Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, who's I like, injured again. I like their receiving core. They are. And then and then you got the rookie, uh, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Yeah. They have uh, three good receivers there. It's just a question of how accurate can Tua Tungavailoa be. True, and honestly, you know, Jalen Waddle, I'm sure he's gonna be good. He's very talented, but he is a rookie. You know, it takes a while for for rookies to get acclimated in offenses like Justin Jefferson, especially though. receivers. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I mean, especially receivers. Yeah. Like last year, I remember coming into last year and like I wanted to stay away from rookie receivers just because their their history of not being that great in their first season, but last year we got proved wrong with a couple. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for sure. There are definitely exceptions. I wouldn't say stay away from them. No. It's just, you know, it's just something to keep in mind. Yes. And, uh, but Will Fuller, the uh, the injury bug, the injury tick has been lacked on, latched onto him for... Is he, is he going to be suspended at all? Because I know he got in trouble for the, um, I think he was taking PEDs or something. Yeah, yeah, I read that too. Um... I don't know anything about suspensions with him yet, but I know he was injured in practice. Oh, or again. <laughs> again. So, you know, obviously a... Will the glass fuller. Yeah, and uh, Will Fuller is a, all right, he plays five games out of the year, balls out. Like last year he balled out and uh, goes down another injury. But right. So right now he's injured. Devontae Parker is just... He just never leaves Miami. He's just yeah, that dude. He's just there, <laughs> you know. But, but he's, he's good. Yeah, he's a big dude, yeah. and and he and he knows the system. He and he has he has his weeks where he balls. Oh yeah, he he was really good last year. Yeah, last year was probably the most consistent he's ever been. I would say so. I mean, I mean, there's pro. I mean, Tua gets a lot of crap, but I think he was pretty good for a guy who's kind of just thrown into. Because I give Miami uh, props for that for just saying, "Hey, Tua, just." Go in. Yeah, and some of the catches that Devontae Parker made last year were just ridiculous. Yeah. I love watching Red Zone. And, and I, uh, once he started going, I plugged him in a few lineups. He helped me win some money. And But, like, Tua, Tua d- is needs to fix his accuracy a little bit. Um, but when he gave it to Parker, Parker made the play. I mean, Parker is probably my the most consistent guy I'm taking 
on the uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I would I would agree. So I would go, uh, well, Will Fuller right now, who knows, but just say he's available week one. I would go with the order I have here, Parker, Fuller, Waddle. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, quarterback, Tua, like we said. Tua, um, I don't know if I, I, I honestly, I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad, but just going off of last year, I personally wouldn't draft him. I think there are better options. Yeah, and like I believe we said in the first episode, no, it wasn't the first episode, we were just talking, that he, you think he's fast, but he's not. Yeah, he's he's got the appearance of like, like a mobile quarterback. Yeah, but he's really not that fast. <laughs> he's not fast, and like, yeah, I'm not saying we need to draft fast uh, quarterbacks who are mobile, but like, I mean, he's mobile like to get out of the pocket and everything. But yeah, he he can move. He's, but he's not like you know. But your perception of him is like, oh, I'm drafting a a full well, like a full package. Yeah, a full package, but he's not. No, he's not. He's gonna have to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. And with his accuracy, I'm not drafting him. He. He's gonna be on a waiver wire, in my opinion. But yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's not gonna be a, out of the just say a twelve team league. He's not gonna be one of the quarterbacks. No, I, I, I would say if somebody would take him. Honestly, probably if they're a Dolphins fan. Yeah, and uh, last but not least, with the Dolphins, the tight end, we'll, we'll do fast with this one. Uh, Gasecki, we know he uh, balled out last last year, and he has a good uh, connection with Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. Gasecki is going to be one of your top tight ends to draft, because especially because the tight end position is just again such slim pickings. It's oof, if yeah. you don't if you don't strike early, which kind of sucks because then you're sacrificing for a tight end, unless you're getting you know one of the the big three in my opinion. Yep. Um. Yeah, you're you're going to be left with somebody who's going to be okay. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Gasecki is a solid pick at tight end if you uh, I mean, if you don't pick the top one. Then again, I mean, like you know, you got like Kyle Pitts. You know, you got you got rookies. Well, we'll get to him when we get to the AFC South. <laughs> the NFC South. NFC South. Fuck me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, no, last, no qualification. <laughs> no qualification. Last but not least, the Buffalo Bills, the top dogs in the AFC East. And we're still on the receiver page here, and no, no brainer. First, <clears throat> oh, first round pick. Yeah, Stephon top Diggs. five receiver pick, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, no question. I would, I would argue maybe a uh, top three. Personally, he's behind. Uh, he's behind. The, the guy gets a ton of catches, a ton of yeah. yards, and he scores. Yep. Uh, Devontae Adams, number one for me, and I would either go. Yeah, Devontae is my number one. I would go Diggs. Or Tyreek Hill, number two. Okay. I mean, Tyreek Hill has... His ceiling is unreal. It's... Yeah, he... he he's so fucking fast. And ages... He, That's like... he like he It's not like he's gonna put up 200 yards a game. Yeah. But he has the potential to just at any moment score yeah. a 70-yard touchdown. Yeah. Like... It's freaky. Yeah, he's... You throw it up to him, he's probably open. Yeah. And he's going to score a touchdown. And he'll have seven catches for 209 and two touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's quite. But Stefan Diggs is just a target funnel. Yeah. Oh, man. His, his footwork is crazy. Yeah. PPR, Stefan Diggs is the dude, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, next receiver, Emmanuel Sanders now on the team. I like I like this pickup. Emmanuel Sanders still got a lot of fight in him. Yeah. And that's a good veteran uh, to be on their team. Yeah. With, good, uh, good guy to have in the locker room. I was yep. upset we let him go. So Emmanuel Sanders definitely draftable uh, late round. Cole Beasley. Cole B. Easley. B. Easley. The only issue with him is 
if oh, he's he, going to play with the vaccination yeah, stuff. Yeah, he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, he's very again, vocal the, about not getting vaccinated. And again, that's his right, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see if they if they allow him to play or not. Yeah. And uh, our last uh, two I have here, just because, uh, well, Gabriel Davis last year, he bowled out a few, a few games. Yes. He he was he was a, one of the top rookies agreed, and uh, Isaiah McKenzie, but he's definitely the bottom of the uh, bottom of this uh, drafting order here. Okay, Isaiah McKenzie. He had a couple games where he shined, but nothing. I, I wouldn't. He's he's definitely uh, fuck, not draftable. Yeah, like, fuck. I need a receiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not draftable right now. Yeah, not right now. But this is an easy one. Stephon Diggs, no brainer. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a good late round. Same thing with Cole Beasley. I think I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to plug in nicely with Josh yeah. Allen and Cole and uh, Gabriel Davis. Uh, might probably be on the waiver wire, but I would say he's late round draftable. Yeah. Um. All right, quarterback. No, another yeah, no brainer. Yeah, another no brainer. He's arguably. Um, I mean, because he like Mahomes runs like when he has to, but like. Josh Allen has designed runs. That's why I might personally take him over Mahomes. Yeah, when you when you watch Josh Allen run, you can tell it was designed. Yeah, yeah. Like he's they not do, just they do designed runs with him. He does a lot of a uh, lot of sneaks. He and dude, he's he's a beast, man. He's, he's so six good. six five two forty. He's a you. He don't look he's tall. A big boy, man. Yeah, he when you're watching TV, he's like he that. he looks like like a normal sized person. Yeah. He's huge. When you point it out and then you really look at him on TV, it's like. Oh, Especially shit, like after the game, like when the interview. Yeah, this guy's huge, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I love, guy. I love Josh Allen. <clears throat> Top two. The Jets fan loves Josh. Allen. The Jet, the Jets fan. All I've been talking about was Tom Brady, <laughs> Josh Allen. <laughs> Give me to him, man. Give me to him. Let him be good. <laughs> Did you see how fast we blew through the Jets? <laughs> we, we, we had to pick players that just like just give me who you would draft. That's yeah, it. Don't even talk about. Him. <laughs> But yeah, Josh Allen, man. I I had him a, f- a few years in fantasy, and when he was just putting up numbers, and and I I love it. I love it. He's he's probably the quarterback I'm looking at for first. Um, not obviously in ADP and for overall drafting to the general public, but he's my number one quarterback. I would go within the draft. Yeah, me too. All right, the uh, Bills running back dilemma here. So we got. The, the Bills have three solid running backs. Uh, Who is it? Singletary? Singletary, Ma- Zach Moss, and, Zach Moss. and they got Matt Burita. Oh, and Matt Burita. Yeah. Matt Burita gets hurt a lot, though. That's the thing. He's a... He's a, he's a like, he, he was fiber, in, He's been a fiberglass. Yeah, he was in Miami last year. He barely played. Barely played. But, yeah, they got Matt Burita. But, you know, if it came down to Matt Burita, because it's going to be Zach Moss and, and Devin Singletary. Yeah, I agree. But Ze- Devin Singletary... Uh, he's a he's a fighter, man. Yeah, he runs hard. It's like when Zach Moss comes in, Devin Singletary comes in because they they were using both of them. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's not it's 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 anybody's. It's game. a committee in it's a committee in Buffalo. Yeah, and <clears throat> uh, I got to see Zach Moss's status, but I know he was questionable for the start of training camp. I haven't I, I haven't oh, okay. seen if he was if he's been. Uh, All right, so we'll see what's up with, uh, with Zach Moss. But with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, I would. They're w- definitely draftable. Like, yeah, they're both draftable. Yeah. I would, I would put Singletary over Moss, though. Yeah, at first. At first, yeah, at first, first glance. Yeah. Again, you know, we've had one preseason game. Things change. Yeah, we don't wildly fast in the NFL. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and but but Zach Moss, uh, 
He bowled out too last year. Yeah. Uh, with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, you're either drafting them as your third running back, either flex or uh, bench position, or if you went heavy on receiver at first. Yeah, and they're, <clears throat> they're kind of like and and you need a second running back. You you're gonna pick one of them. The, 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 that's where they fall. So, so where do you, so where would you say like eight nine? The round. Yeah. May, or maybe like lower, like six seven. Probably earlier, because because once a couple other people in the league are gonna go heavy receiver, that's when they're gonna panic and go for running backs. Oh, but then you got people who are gonna go heavy running back. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, and then you got people who are gonna go because like middle rounds. That's when quarterbacks are taken. Once once Mahomes gets taken by somebody in the first round, yeah, that, and and just breaks the se- and breaks the seal. That's it's like, when, dude, yeah. <laughs> there's always that guy. And so, then that's when everybody starts picking quarterbacks. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta be careful. So I would I don't know. I would think a little. I feel like he's gonna get a little later. Yeah, no, nah, they're they're gonna be late round. Uh, not too late, like you said, middle-ish. Yeah, yeah. Middle-ish round running backs, but they're either going to be on your bench, your third running back, or your desperate second running back because you went heavy in, the, in another position. It, it, kind of, it honestly comes down to how you... If you draft conservatively, you might you might get them late round, no problem. Or you might have to reach if you go heavy receiver. I don't know. Yeah, and but th- they're not bad. No, or, no, they're, they're not, not bad. If you have... For example, a Christian McCaffrey, and then you wound up getting your next, because obviously that's like a first or second pick. But if you wound up getting a Zach Moss or Devin Singletary, it's not terrible. No, but it's, it's not, not terrible, but you don't know. You, you know, you're not gonna get what you what you're hoping for. <laughs> you're not getting a, a a true number one. Yeah, because I think this is. The, I mean, we saw it last year, obviously with the passing, but. Uh, Josh Allen's going to try and go for that MVP. Yeah, so, I think so. I hope it's gonna, so. It's going to be a lot of Josh Allen this year. Yeah, I hope so. All right, last but not least. Well, yeah, it kind of is. The, the tight ends suck in this team. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dawson Knox, Jacob Hollister. Dawson Knox. He sounds like a like a bounty hunter in the South. Dawson Knox. Like he'd have like, like a show on A&E. <laughs> Dawson Knox, right yeah. after Gilligan's Island. <laughs> what is on A&E right now? <laughs> But uh, Dawson Knox... James the fucking tail. Dawson, <laughs> Dawson Knox is a desperate man's tight end for fantasy, but he scores touchdowns. Annoying touchdowns. Annoy- like his, his line each game is two catches, four yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's like... Maybe. He's a vulture. Yeah, he's a, oh, he's a huge vulture. <laughs> he's a little vulture. I think, I think you and I... Dra- uh, we're doing one of the playoff games and betting, and we were yeah. He, he was, was just one of vulturing them. everything. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little vulture boy. That yeah, Dawson. he's a vulture boy. <laughs> little, little Dawson Knox, yeah. the vulture boy. But if you need a plug-in tight end for a week, maybe your starter is off, or if you just got to that point where Dawson Knox is your best option, it's not great. It's not going to be fantastic or really that good. But he'll his he's. He's a red zone target for Josh Allen, and he we've seen it last year. He he loves throwing to him in the red zone. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so uh, that's our wrap up on the AFC East. <laughs> that is our wrap up on the AFC. That's the show. Yeah, that's the show. And uh, yeah, like when after we talk about each division, we'll <clears throat> we'll dive deeper into uh, the 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 running back tight end uh, specifically. We'll have a show specifically for running back, specifically for tight, tight end. end. You know, stuff like that. Go through. Honestly, we should, um, if anything, go through 
go through the rankings and see if the rankings fall where we feel they fall, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I typed everything out, and we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I may not agree. Of course. we. That's the, that's I the, don't know. That's the point of we'll both see. of us on the show. We, we can't agree on everything. We can't agree on it. It, I, won't, it I, won't be hot. I, I won't be hot. It, it won't, won't be, be hot. It won't be hot. <laughs> it won't be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not hot. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's good to disagree, and our listeners want to hear the second opinion. Arguing. Oh, they want to hear arguing. Fisting. Yeah. No, what? <laughs> I meant... All right, all right. That's the end of the show. I meant punching. Fisting. <laughs> all right, I, I'm going to have to, when I upload this podcast episode, <laughs> explicit I'm gonna, content. Explicit, and then I'm going to have to go to, like, a sub thing that puts triple X. Uh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> This one's going to be hard to listen to. (laughs) All right, guys. This is episode two of Boof Radio Fantasy (laughs) Sports. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, we'll catch you later on... Catch you on the flip. What was it? We'll catch you on the flip, episode three. And as you can tell, our episodes are very sporadic. We go based off our schedule. We do have jobs. We do have jobs. We do have jobs. I'm actually on my way to my job now. He's... Probably gonna be late. I yeah. might be yeah, late. a thirteen-minute window. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Boof Radio. That's a show.